Hi, and welcome to the People Chronicle Story Women. My name is Anna Rosen Gara Milch, and I am your host. I am also the author of Lunch with Lucille. Lunch with Lucille is a story of how one woman's life impacted another woman. And here on Storied Women, we bring women from our community to share their story so that we can learn from them as well. And today my guest is Ann Dabalski. Hi, Ann. Hello, Anna Rose. <laughs> so good to see you. So good to see you as well. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you that question. Mm -hmm. Is What is it that you want the takeaway to be from our little chat? I really want women to understand that at times things look really difficult and there are times that it seems like there's a lack of hope, but if you believe in yourself and you continue to move forward, you can do it. Just believe in yourself. Just believe in yourself, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hope hope is, uh, you know, it, it, Pandora's box, remember mm -hmm. Pandora's box? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, so when she opened the box, everything left, mm -hmm. everything went out except hope. Mm -hmm. And she closed it up quickly, hope was left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really, so it's, it's such an important thing for us to have in our lives. Absolutely. So tell me, have you always been hopeful? Have you always been at that point or? I've had my moments where I've kind of forgotten to be hopeful. Mm -hmm. um, difficult times in my life where it would be very easy to crawl in bed and pull the covers up and just hide. And I've found that women such as yourself and other women I've met in the community have kind of helped me to say regain my sense of self and realize that there is hope and if I can just believe that it can happen, I can do this. Can it, it, definitely. I mean, you mm -hmm. can do this and you are doing this. Yes. That's, that's, the, that's the thing you are doing. Yes. So, but can you take us back to a time mm -hmm. where you did feel like just going under the covers and Absolutely. tell us what had happened? Um, I had been divorced for about a year and I lost my job and I had... What were you doing at that time? I was working in insurance at the time Okay. and I had two small children. Well, not so small. My boys are very small, but <laughs> <laughs> I had two young children and a house and all of the expenses that go with it. And I found that I was back looking for a job in a difficult job market. 2007, eight was not a very good time to be looking for a job. And I was going through savings and it seemed like there was just no way I was gonna make it work. And I struggled a little bit and with some help from my family and some friends, I managed to find another job at a very big pay cut, but at least I had a paycheck. So right. that was a big help. And I realized that I couldn't give up. I had to keep trying to push forward. And when I was sitting there with all of these bills and no income and two children and wondering how I was going to support them, it would have been really easy to just run away and hide. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people inspired me and taught me that you don't give up. You have to believe in yourself. And that's something that I have tried to carry on is that belief in self because it is so important that if you lose the faith in yourself, you're going to, you're going to want to hide. Yeah. You have to believe. So the, one of the ways that you did it, you say, was w with people, with other people, mm -hmm. you know, to help you, to inspire you, or just to, for somebody for, for you to lean on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how else can people find hope when they, you know, I, I don't know if this is a question you can even answer, but you know, how else can we find hope? if we lose it, you know? That's difficult because it's different for everybody. Um, I found it through very supportive friends and family. Um, I found it through looking at my children and recognizing mm -hmm. that they need me. I can't give up. They were more important than my sense of wanting to just give up. 
And that led me to a really great revelation that it wasn't all about me. And when it wasn't all about me anymore, it was easier to pick it up and go, okay, let's just do this. That's, that's really great because in, in, uh, in my mother's life as well, mm -hmm. uh, in Lunch with Lucille, that's what she talks about being mm -hmm. a widow and then realizing this isn't about me, it has mm -hmm. very little to do with me, but it's the, the kids that I need to... That's why your book resonated with me yeah. so strongly. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, just, it's the same thing. You know, mm -hmm. she just looked at us and at some point and just said, you know, I can't give up. I mean, mm -hmm. if I give up, then it's not just my life that goes down the toilet. It's yep. three other people who are coming with me. Absolutely. So, yeah. Wow. So now I know your boys are your boys are large. Yes. <laughs> my well, we call my younger one short stuff, but he's about five eleven, I think, and he's built like a linebacker. Um, he could probably, I think, he's about twice my width. His shoulders, because he works out all the time. Um, and my other one is probably only about five nine or five ten, but he's got the big broad shoulders as well. Uh, but they're now 18 and 24, and we've come a long way since yeah, those times when I wasn't quite sure where the next meal might be coming from. Yeah, and yeah. so and what are they doing now? My older one is working in accounting. Um, he's been out of school, I guess he graduated college in 2015, and he's been consistently employed since then. My younger one is a freshman at Kutztown, <laughs> which is an adventure for mom, <laughs> having an empty nest now. I thought it would be easier. It's not that easy. Kutztown, it might only be 20 minutes away, but it's like Nebraska sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like so far away. Um, but I keep so busy with school and um, work, of course, and also different activities through the chamber and women to women. And that really kind of helps to alleviate that sense of there's nobody home. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But you've done your job. Absolutely. You know, the, you, when you think about, mm -hmm. and when we think about our children, you know, and uh, that's our job is to mm -hmm. get them yes. to get them going, yes. to get them going. Yeah. So now, tell me. Uh, so, uh, the, the, one of the things that I, I like about your story is that so you you, you hit a real low, mm -hmm. you know, and then you start to literally dig yourself out of the mm -hmm. low, and now you seem to have I don't want to say plateaued, but you're going back to school as well? I am. Um, I am going back for my master's in finance. I have two more classes after I finish this current course and will be a graduate of Penn State Great Valley in May of 2018. So I'm pretty excited. That's wonderful. So what will mm -hmm. then what will you will you do with that? Well, I already work in finance, right. so I will use that to probably further my career potentially where I am. I'm hopeful that they will have Actually, I know that they have some very interesting positions that would correspond with my degree. Excellent. I just have to wait until they're available so that I can apply for them. And in the meantime, just continue to do some volunteer work and things like that. Um, I'd like to try and help other women learn how to manage their finances. I'm not sure how I'm going to do that yet, but if I can find a format, it'd be really great to teach other women that they can do it too. Yeah, I think that you know one of the things is one component of uh, is to for women is to really have control of their finances. You yes. know what I mean, and to, re to because we know that money is important. I mean, and you, we, you may we may not like to talk about it. And I don't think women <laughs> like to talk about it. Women hate to talk about it. <laughs> yes, they hate to talk about money. But it's you know it 
it gives us freedom whether or not it, it calms our nerves when we know that we have enough money in the bank. I, mm -hmm. Maybe I'm projecting, but I think, <laughs> I, you know, I, men or women, I think yeah. we all like to know that we have uh, money. I mean, you know, and, so, and resources. I mean, mm -hmm. that's really the, the, the vital thing that we work toward, mm -hmm. you know. And so your idea of trying to educate women mm -hmm. on you know, if it's financial literacy, however mm -hmm. you're going to do that, I think is a really, is a vital component of it. I mean, I think that um, getting, maybe just getting a group of women, I know that you like to go into the woods, you do a lot of hiking. I do. <laughs> and that's actually one of the venues I was thinking of was, there are a lot of women's hiking groups out there, and to be able to do a hike and perhaps at a lunch afterward, discuss some of these issues. Because as it turns out, um, I've looked into some of the statistics, and women are the highest rate of poverty throughout retirement. Uh, many times they're ill-prepared, or they were relying on someone else for their support, and that person is no longer there. So it would be really beneficial, I think, for a lot of women to understand that retirement is about them, and they have to really take hold of their own life. And again, much like climbing out, out of a dark place, if you believe you can do it and you educate yourself, you can do it. Yeah. I mean, you're living proof that I you am. can do it. You are living <laughs> proof that you can do it. So I was thinking of, you know, if you take them on a hike into the woods, I mean, basically you can take them into the woods and then take them out of mm -hmm. the woods, so to speak. So to speak, so, yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. I, I would really encourage you to do that. I am hoping to be able to start doing that after I graduate. I have homework to do in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> we all have homework to do. <laughs> but no, I do want to encourage women to focus on their own retirement and their own security and not rely on someone else because it is so important for women to have the empowerment of knowing that they have their own retirement settled. It's, they can't necessarily count on Social Security mm -hmm. or as pension. Those things may or may not be around. It's, it's very important for women to understand how, how to set themselves up for success. Yeah, I think that's great. And, I, and then when you go back and you're talking about hope, when we, mm -hmm. look at, when we talk about hope, it gives us the, the blueprint for a better, to, better tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And knowing that we are financially solvent will mm -hmm. definitely be yes. part of the, the, the rosier future. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because you don't want to be you don't want to be halfway through your retirement and feel like, oh my gosh, I can't make this. Yeah. It's, oh, how it's not going to be how a good day. Totally frightening <laughs> mm -hmm. that would be. You talk about losing yes. hope. And a lot of women are facing that in their retirement years because they've run out of funds. And it is a, it is a losing hope situation yeah. for many women. Sure. It's difficult to get back into a job when you've been retired for men multiple years. For sure. Yep. And who wants to? Not many people I know. <laughs> really want to. No, but I, I do. I want people to, well, especially the women of the community, to understand that the belief in themselves and the willingness to continue to move forward, even if it is a small step, it doesn't have to be a giant leap forward. You can take a small step and you're still moving forward. And that's really what's important. As long as you have forward momentum, you're going somewhere. I like that. I like mm -hmm. that. That's what hope is all about, is. moving forward. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ian, for coming and sharing your story with us. Thank you very much for having me. And thank you for listening. Thank you for following Storied Women on The People Chronicles. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The People Chronicles, and you won't miss any stories. These stories are made possible in part by Queen City Restaurant, Greth Holmes, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, and Spring Ridge Financial.